I bet you did think that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> this nigga reminiscing <clears throat> on how he could. Nigga, it's recording. <laughs> I know it's recording. You think I you think I give a shit? You think you're not gonna catch <laughs> these jokes because it's recording? <laughs> you think you you think you, your sins have been absolved? <laughs> oh no, I thought you was gonna take the chance to be funnier, but it's all right. I mean, you wouldn't know. You've never taken a chance to be funny in your life. <laughs> Welcome so, to the No Ledge Podcast. <laughs> nigga over here settling for mediocre. <laughs> mm. Um, yeah. Welcome to the No Ledge Podcast. <clears throat> it's your host Oso, my friends KP, and finally we have Cookie here once again. Hi. Uh, how y'all feeling? Feeling good. Can't complain. Sipping on some coffee. So, you know, really good. How about you? I'm doing the exact same. I am drinking Yalcono. Uh, you will find Yalcono at your nearest Supermax in Puerto Rico. Uh, $5.99 this week. Uh, Are you getting paid for this? <laughs> on the side. <laughs> oh, y'all, y'all didn't get the y'all didn't get the endorsement dollars too? Like <laughs> nah. I gave I gave them y'all address. Y'all, y'all supposed to get a check in them. I, I'll talk to them. I'll talk to. I'll talk I'm pretty to them. sure they're gonna ask for the endorsement back because that shit was dry <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> I am done. Squarespace. Shit. Bevel. <laughs> no, I was I was telling I was telling Cookie before we started. Um, you know, I mean, we don't necessarily have to let everybody know this is a morning podcast, but I mean. People sense that it's a little bit, it doesn't fucking matter. But, um, when I woke up, I mean, Cookie hit me with some funny shit, so I was already like dying. Like, from the moment I opened my eyes, I was fucking dying. <laughs> and then, and then, um, Amanda told me she was dreaming about me, and I told her, Yeah, you dream about fucking torturing me, and I was making jokes imitating her, so I started like laughing till I was choking, and then, like, I hit that, like that cough that like cookie hits when she smokes and now my lungs fucking hurt and I can't like my voice is all fucked up. <laughs> oh, so now you sound like me when I'm dying. I, 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 sound, like you, I sound like you with half a, on half a toke. Listen, you know what's crazy too? I'm actually going to start dabbing now also. So you already know my, I'm going to be coughing all the time. It's going to be crazy. Dabs. dabs is like legit some crackhead looking shit. <clears throat> it really is though it really is that's why i'm like so against smoking out of of like the pipes and stuff like that yo, but it lasts longer let me say too my fuck yo my mother-in-law she'll order anything that like that looks like she's not the most savvy when it comes to, like high-tech things and shit mm-hmm. so she ordered my father-in-law um a flashlight that just looked like look modern and tech savvy. Yo, he got this shit in show beat. That shit looks like a crack pipe. Yo, I was I thought you were gonna say it was a flashlight. I'm like, stop no, it. <laughs> looks like a fuck no, a dead ass looks like a crack pipe with the with the <laughs> and all that. That shit is so fucking funny. Like he showed me like while we in the car, like, yo, put that put that away. <laughs> like the cops gonna pull us over. He's like, look at this flashlight my wife got me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we don't have. We gotta, we gotta get to the shits. Um. Hey, yo, pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, we have uh, a fourth guest. Fourth guest is a um, upset tummy. <laughs> uh, shout outs, shout outs to the chef. You know, the lady upstairs. You see how doing it. Uh, jerk, I'm in fucking tears. Jerk chicken, medium rare, all day. <laughs> Yo, he was the one making the fucking medium rare chicken jokes too. Now, <laughs> trying to eat delicacies, my nigga. That's what you get. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, you think you see in the morning he doesn't have all he doesn't have all the jokes. I found his weakness. That's this is why he don't want to wake up in my time. This is why. <laughs> This is me in the morning. I have all the energy right now. <laughs> I've been, I've been in, I've been in the night zone for a long time. Now it's my turn. <laughs> Even though my throat fucking hurts, my shit is fucking itchy as fuck. Where is he? Where did he go? You know where he went. Where did who go? Oh, you! You didn't say anything, so I thought something happened to you. I was letting oh, niggas try to rock out. Oh, okay. He's trying to get, he's trying to he's burning sage to get the negative energy out the room. Um, yeah, so to really get to the shits, you know, <sighs> marriage goals, marriage goals went out the window this week. Um, well, Thanks. technically, technically they, they first went out like four years ago, but, um, that's when the shit was originally discussed. I had no idea these niggas have been married since the nineties. I guess I just never really thought about it and never really paid attention. I don't, I don't know. He had um, he was actually married when he actually met Jada and he got divorced with his ex-wife once he went out to go eat with Jada because he was like I have I have to um I have to marry Jada type of a thing. I remember when he did the interview about so that. Gonna, it was crazy. So, so we're going to add this to the, like the list of her I mean, I feel like nobody else is really paying attention to the legitimately miracle things her pussy is doing out here. <laughs> Pussy runs the world. <laughs> no, 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 no. Jada Pinkett's pussy might run the world, bro. <laughs> She's doing some Bible prophecy shit in the bedroom. Niggas is coming off of letters. Niggas are, are on TV circling uh, interviews for four years. Um, nigga went on one date with her and got to marry her. Look at this. Sh- this shit is crazy. <clears throat> Tupac wrote a poem one time to her saying that they don't even have to have sex, and he feels like he's climaxing. That's, That's that blood crazy. magic. <laughs> I never said that in my life. Really? I didn't even, I didn't even thought to say that. That's that blood magic. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not doing this again. <laughs> Those jokes are kept in private. <laughs> okay, we'll keep that in private then. <laughs> I, can't, I can't have people hitting me up asking if we were being spoken about on the podcast. <laughs> Because people do get spoken about on the podcast. <laughs> but so to the actual goddamn. So to the, <laughs> I don't know who did that be the worst. That was me. My bad. That was the sink. Was. I was running the water because I I've just finished my coffee. My bad. Fucking microphone here, your fucking stomach gurgling in the mic. <laughs> All right, so I mean, really, the, the story is um, allegedly. I can't even say allegedly anymore. Niggas confessed to it. So, <laughs> uh, Jada Pinkett and Will Smith have been married since the '90s, and you know, this 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 week, uh, well, four years prior to this, uh, 
R&B singer August Alcino said that he allegedly had a relationship with Jada Pinkett. And as of now, you know, she had a red table talk with Will and she admitted to what they're calling an entanglement. And uh, <laughs> that's where we are right now. Um, that means you guys see the interview, the red table talk. I did. I didn't I did. see the one with Will Smith. I didn't watch it. There was another well, one before that. Yeah, there. It's a show, show, sort of a Facebook watch, a Facebook show. I just didn't know that they spoke about it before the one with Will. I I didn't even know that that was even that there was even spoke. an episode before that. They, they didn't discuss her infidelity no, no, no. on the show, but um, they had uh, they have other guests, you know. Black Lives Matter activists. They had Snoop on there when, you know, the Gail King thing was trending and everything. And I watched that one this morning for research, just to see what it was all about. Oh, gotcha. Okay. What did you get from that? Because I didn't, I didn't see that. Wait, it yeah. tied to this? Uh, sort of. Like I watched it to see, because I purposely avoided the one with uh, Will Smith because I already felt. Like it was odd in the fact. Like I wanted to see how genuine the Red Table Talk show was. Oh, I feel you. Before this, so I watched the one this morning to see, you know, what it was all about. See, my nigga talking that journalism talk. What the fuck are you supposed to do? Yeah, you can't. And then, Go ahead. So what you was, what you was saying? <laughs> I mean, that was it. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I mean, that was a really good idea. I didn't think about that to, like, like to look at other Red Table Talks. Cause people talking about body language and shit, but it's like, you don't actually know these people. So how could you even be familiar with their body language? You'd have to watch other episodes to see how they talk about things, see how they say things, and so on and so forth, to truly get a grasp of what their body language is like before you start analyzing from this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm Yeah, no, nah, I agree. I'm skeptical of anybody who is going to go on their own show and tell the truth. You know what I mean? You're going, I mean, I and understand. They're creating their own narrative by doing that. Right. That's exactly to be what honest. I was say. Yeah. But the other side of that too is like you, why would I give the exclusive to anybody but myself too? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not like, like I, have my, I have my own platform, my own show. Why am I going to sell this story to somebody else to make money and get, and get views off of it? Nah, that's big facts. Like, and there was another thing that I noticed because I was watching, you know, the show, whatever the case may be. And essentially, um, Snoop Dogg was on the show. They were talking about his comments against uh, the lady way back when. I just forgot her name that fast. Oh, yeah, okay. King. Go King. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I don't know if for the, you know, listeners who've never heard the tale, uh, Gail King made some very unappreciated comments about Kobe Bryant when he passed away. Snoop Dogg hopped on that booty and, you know, ripped her a new one. And what, yeah. But what people fail to realize is uh, he speaks on it in the interview that Nipsey Hussle had just died and he was close with Nipsey, things like that. His grandson had just died. So he was very angry and very hurtful and, you know, he was very upset. And then, uh, you know, he goes on and says uh, his mother had contacted him and nobody really bashed him, but they was like, you could have went about this differently. And 
it made him think and check himself. And he reached out to her. First, he did it publicly because, you know, public disrespect. It demands a public apology. Exactly. Demands a public apology. So he got on his platform. He said, yo, listen, I was wrong. I was wilding, blah, 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 blah. And then he reached out privately to her to also apologize and everything like that. And he wanted to link up so they could hash it out. Uh, To my knowledge, according to the show, they never did link up. But I feel like he should be commended for, you know, trying to reach out to talk to her. Um, But essentially, what I did notice, the difference, the main difference between when they had Snoop Dogg on and they were talking about how black men can sometimes be against black women, they sat in the third. They had, I don't know if y'all have ever watched the show. It's not just uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Willow is on the show and Jada's mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, saw, I mean, I've had, seen, I've seen the pictures, so I kind of guessed that they were all involved with the show. I didn't, I mean, I didn't know that for a fact, though. Yeah. So the thing, the first thing I didn't like about the Will Smith episode, if we talk in truths and, you know, getting checked, whatever the case may be, which I believe the narrative for that show was supposed to be, it was just Jada and Will. You know what I mean? What about these outside opinions that for the last few episodes we have been hearing from? You know what I mean? Um, And then I was having a discussion with another person about how empty the the episode with Will and Jada was. Before I speak on that, um, do y'all have opinions on it? Because y'all saw the episode. I didn't. I... I personally just feel like they could have spoken about it a little bit more. She wasn't really trying to talk a lot on the episode. It took a lot for her to even say she was in an entanglement with this man. Like, I just feel like Will Will probably should have pressed her a little bit more on the episode or maybe even just dirty out his own laundry too to not make it only seem like she was the only one in the wrong. But no, 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 no. That's what y'all like to do. This shit was about her. It needed to be about her. That's actually big facts. Like he mentioned, no, go on. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I want to hear what you got to say. Go ahead. He mentions on the episode, he says, I'm just going to have to do it back to you now. Basically saying this is payback season, right? She then responds to him and she says, you, you, you already did. You already did. Let's not go there. So she brings it up already in the episode that he did his dirt too. But they don't touch up on it because I guess it was just about her. But I have there's a whole bunch of people now saying that if it was the other way around, everybody everybody would have been dogging Will. And Will has already done what he's done. It has already gone back to that. You know, it has already been out there that he's done him. But nobody has dogged him about it. So I, I don't know. Well, I mean, for one, he he has been dogged about it. I mean, just not in the same, just not in the same regard because it's a different situation. I mean, <clears throat> if we're gonna get into my my thoughts about it, it's. I mean, I'm gonna start. I mean, starting with the question too. It's would we? Everybody's laughing and making jokes and so on and so forth. But would we be laughing the same way if it was Jada Pinkett that was cheated on instead of Will? And I don't think so. I think that um, when it comes to women, there's a certain softness that society. Uh, will treat a situation with that they don't treat with men. Men, with Will is being is the joke of the town right now. You know what I'm saying? And um, 
none of those jokes fell on fell on Jada, even though she's the one who did wrong. How is he the one who is done wrong to? And then he has to go online and see all the jokes. And then you have the the screenshot, the conversation with with Fifty, the screenshot of the conversation with um with somebody else. I can't Michael Blackson. Oh, Michael Blackson. It's just like like damn. Oh, like, I didn't see that one. Yeah. On top of feeling yeah. how he's feeling, he can't even go on the internet right now. It's actually really crazy because I'm a big Will Smith fan, right? And, like, I have had many debates about, you know, best actor between Will Smith and Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. Separate conversation. Anyway, we just... Either way, I have never seen... Like, this thing has been acting forever, and I've never seen a nigga look so fucking defeated and so upset on camera. You got to see the interview because you just seeing pictures... Like, like you're reading, like when you, when I, when I saw that interview, I'm like reading how he was and it was like, I felt like he was acting, you know what I mean? Like he's putting on a good face and and making these jokes and so on and so forth. But I feel like, like that's the portrayal of a man. Like I can't, I can't outwardly be as defeated or as down as I am. I got to be strong in this moment, even in this moment while this shit is going on. You know what I mean? So I saw the picture and I knew that face of defeat, like that saying, face of hurt. Like, but I'm saying, keep in mind, he kept his face in the interview and was still making jokes and so on and so forth. So look at, so think about how how bad, how much how much worse that looks. That he's, <laughs> you did this to me, <laughs> you know. Now I gotta do it back to you. What Stephanie was saying, he said like as a joke, you know what I mean? Yeah. Jada, Jada wasn't really making jokes. She made, I mean, she. Uh, I want to say like buddied up with him for one joke. Well, no, for two for two things she laughed at, and the rest she kept very serious. But Will was like laughing at shit, and they're like, you know, he just kept saying, you know, I don't understand why this is getting talked talked about now. You know, it's four years ago. He's feeling that pain from years ago still. But um, to even get into, I mean, last you got another thought. Um, to even get into what I feel like the difference is too, that I feel like because online right now, I mean, unless you've been living under a rock. Which I feel like I see every episode now. Um, the online women are agreeing with Jada and acting like you know this is a point. This is a point up for women, and we should be proud of what she did and so on and so forth. She's acting like men did when uh, Mary J. Blige's uh, ex husband was getting the alimony and shit, and we felt like it was a one up for men. Um, <clears throat> the difference is, I mean, Stephanie enlightened me to the fact that it was with. Uh, Margot Robbie, that um, mm-hmm. well had his uh, the his, pictures. Uh, what what pictures? The suicide pictures. I right, don't call them Margot Robbie. Suicide is, Squad. Um, yeah. <laughs> I said the suicide pictures. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> well, when he had his uh, his bundle with um, his his tussle, his tussle, if you will, with uh, Margot Robbie. You know, this was different because this is just somebody he met on set and, you know, he had a relationship with. This is also terrible. This is still terrible what he did. Can I ask a question? Go ahead. Was the joint with Margot Robbie alleged or confirmed? I think it's still alleged, to be honest. So then why is that even a thing? Like, Because women women need arguments. You can't see pictures and be like, oh, they cool, so they must be fucking. Like... Women need a one up. They need they need some <laughs> need some kind of leverage. You know what I'm saying? He was too close to her in those pictures. 
And you know what? Uh, Nia Long. Nia Long was his girlfriend back in the day. But that was on Fresh Prince. So what? I know they had a thing. Like, this, this is what women do. Oh, shit. What the fuck? Oh. Um, what the fuck was I saying? The difference is, the very, the, the very big difference is that is being ignored here, um, which is convenient for women's arguments, is that August is a family friend. This nigga Will called August Thank all. You. I, was about to go, all yeah, I was about to go into that. Podcast. That by itself, the moment he called this nigga Aug, I was hurt. Because it's like, damn, you familiar like that, my nigga? Like, they brought him in as a family, and that's why I think she did wrong. I've stressed... Nah, I've stressed than just a family. It, is, it is deeper than that. Um, I've stressed my idea of friendships as a man men have very strange idea of friendships but as a and, and it's hard to define the different lines between things but to be calling a man another man a nickname like that is like he's really familiar with him you know what i'm saying and um brought into the house you know uh chills with the kids like this is someone who's a legit family friend and this is the person she just millions, billions, there's billions of men out there. And she chose the nigga that he's the he's he's very familiar with. And nah, then it goes, you're not even painting the full picture. No, 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 no. Hold because... on, I'm, getting there. I'm getting there. And then let's look at the reasons that he was even that he was even brought in. You know, at the time, I think they had met like at a um, I think they met at a award show or something like that. And August was, you know, he was going through what he was he was going through a lot of things. I mean, you can look at the the movie or whatever that he put out, I'm not gonna watch it, but whatever. Um, and then it was sick. I mean, there was substance abuse. Um, I believe his sister was sick. He he was sick, and then his sister passed away during this. And they brought him in. They they helped. They were trying to help him. You know, trying to help him mentally, trying to um get his mental health and and his substance abuse in order. And ultimately, they brought in they brought in a sick pup, so to speak, and tried to nurse him back to health. And then she starts fucking that sick pup and i would make an argument that that's kind of that's that's like preying on somebody you know what i mean that's that's taking advantage of somebody you took advantage of a sick of a of a of a hurt of a sick and hurt person and made them out to be what you wanted them to be and then kicked them to the curb i i wanted to ask because when they had mentioned how he how he had a lot of his own personal issues, it really made me wonder, like, what issues did he have? Like, was he on drugs? Was he depressed? Like, why why would they feel the need to bring him in as a family to bring him up? Essentially, I think, I think what it is, I think his, I think he was sick with some with some disease, and then his sister passed away. He adopted his sister's kids. Um. He couldn't do music anymore because he was like going through going through the depression, going through substance abuse. Um, so these are the things that were going on. Man, I what I read, like in preparation for this, I did do for a change. I did do a little bit of research and I looked at, you know, I had a couple of things. And supposedly from what I read, I actually watched I read one article, supposedly. It was not published by anybody, you know, magazines or anything like that. But um, it was talking about how the person who initially brought him around was Jaden. And they was cool. And then um, just like also said, yeah, um, they was nursing him back to health, whatever the case may be. And it's like 
there's a whole bunch of pictures where Jaden is cool with Drake and August and they all at this party, right? And all the whole party, you see pictures of Drake like watching Jada in fucking August and Jaden is really upset. Like he is really upset. And at a point in the party, August, Drake, and Jaden are standing together and Drake is literally consoling this nigga. Yeah. Like upset. And then I watched an interview and it was, you know, a panel of women. They're talking about it. They touched but, on it. Let me, let me just say like, really quick. You have the face of Jaden and Jaden's face is reading. My, my friend is fucking my mom. Exactly. Exactly. And there's no way to fucking just ease that into your soul. Like, son, we're, I want to shoot you, but you're fucking my mom. Yeah, serial, serial killer vibes. <laughs> but then it comes to the women talking about it, right? And it's like, you brought this man here to mentor him, to help him heal, all of this stuff. How does he go from sitting on your lap as a mentee, whatever the case may be, you healing him, to you sitting on his lap? And riding the dick. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> like, it, that's not supposed to happen, especially with somebody rattling his lap. Yeah, dropping that golden ambrosia on him. And I think that's the worst part about it because the nigga clearly fucked up behind it. You know what I mean? August is clearly fucked up behind it. Will is fucked up behind it, and I think it's interesting because it shows. The difference in men and women, men and women cheating, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Women will cheat for that emotional connection, like, oh, I'm not being emotionally fulfilled, so I'm gonna I go haven't start felt this good in so long. Will, so long. Will is fucked up over this. August is fucked up over this. Jada like, is fucked up over this. But we're hung up on Jada saying that she hasn't felt good in long in a long time. Fuck out of here. Like, clearly, like, and I saw this thing once August made a birthday post to Jada, right? I've never spoken about a woman that in depth that I wasn't fucking. Right. Like, he was like the light of my life, such a great mentor, beautiful ass woman, blahzy, blahzy, blah, just going on. It was like a two paragraph stanza about this chick. And at the end, happy birthday. If you need to know, if you need to know how fucking Jaden feels, just imagine being in school and everybody's cut, everybody's cutting each other's ass like usual. You're a dickhead, or you got a fat ass head, or you got big ass feet, and then the nigga hits you with the "I'm fucking your mom." And how would you feel? You ain't got shit to say to that. You got to kill the nigga after that. That's how Jaden feels. (laughs) Facts. That's a violation on this is this this is his peer. This is damn near his peer. You know, I'm about to look up the age difference. Give me. I was just about to look it up. Stop. I got it. (laughs) August Alcina's age. He is 27 years old. Wow. Jaden's probably like, what, like 22? 20. Nah, he's got to be older than my brother. So he's at least like 24. Jaden Smith is 22. Oh, how did I guess that? He's my brother's older than him. July 8th, 1998. Oh, my brother's born 97. So how the fuck is that possible? What year? What what month was your brother born in? May ninety seven. So you probably got his age wrong. I guess. Um, getting old, but I mean, either way, this is this is his peer. Him and um, it, it is his peer, and it's not. 
they were friends. It don't even matter. Yeah, either either matter. way, they're they they're friends. friends. They're playing Street Fighter together, like I said. Yeah. Um, but then the, the second part of this is, is this what marriage looks like? Because I had I had a take about this that I feel like is different than other people's. So what do y'all what do y'all think about this as far as what it looks like as a marriage? I mean, they they fist bumped to bad marriage for life. I guess they ended. That was cringy. Well, I mean, because uh, I didn't see it, but um, you've seen bad I boys before. Part. Oh, okay. And I don't appreciate them fucking up my my mantra. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I felt some type of way about that. Nigga, don't bring that in here. It like, was corny. It was pure. corny as no, that was pure. <laughs> it just it didn't need to happen. Um, I mean, what? I guess. Because I saw a lot of people saying, you know, this is marriage. I don't, I don't want, I want no parts. You know what I mean? What do y'all think about that? See, I guess I'm a little on the fence about that because there have been couples that I know of that have been unfaithful to each other, but still have decided to still keep on in their marriage. You know, they're learning to work through that. So I don't feel like we can really judge them for wanting to work through that even though their relationship is now publicized because their relationship has always been publicized. It's just something that they have to deal with being in the, in, in the public eye, you know, but I know, I know people in, I know people who even to this day married for like 10, 10, 11 years, 12 years and husband stepped out on her multiple times. And it's happened. It's happened. I've seen couples where, you know, they're not even, they're not even married, but they, you know, for whatever reason, they have that open relationship and that's what they do. And the wife knows that he goes out and does what he does and comes home. And her, her, her whole idea is so long as he comes home to me, I'm good. And I mean, I personally don't think that I can handle that because I'm one jealous, crazy bitch. (laughs) So I don't think I can handle something like that, but there are people out there that do accept that and do accept that type of love because that's what they think that they deserve, you know? So, I mean, back in the day, granddaddy had entire other families and shit and, and, and grandma on the same block. Yeah. On the same block. That's true. I was going to make that point. Like it's actually interesting because everybody in this conversation is at different points in relationships. I'm single cookies in a committed relationship. Also is married, right? Mm-hmm. And the way I think about it confirming? is, <laughs> I don't really give a fuck, like <laughs> because that's their business. I I like the fact that they have decided, at least for the time being, as far as we know, because that's their business, that they you know want to work through it, whatever the case may be. Um, I think it would have been better if they kept this to themselves behind closed doors. Like, but they couldn't with this nigga having interviews about it. She took a big hit to, you know, this was public, public. It's going to be hard for her to recover from this because this shit going to follow her. As far as would I want something like this for myself? Could I picture, you know, forgiving somebody who stepped out on me personally? I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, the way. The way I feel is this, and I mean it's a very I feel I feel like it's a toxic take on it. That once Yo. you once you yep. You hear me? I hear you. Does this nigga hear me? 
I don't know if he does or doesn't, but um, shit, now you may lose my train of thought. Uh, my idea, my idea on that is probably very toxic, and to a degree, but the way I see it, between two people, between two people who may very well be soulmates, um. It's like no matter what, no matter what happens, this is my person. You know what I mean? Through yeah. all the things that could happen, this is the person that I come back to. And while that is damn near torturous, that's kind of to some degree, that's our idea of love anyway. That you're gonna go through thick and thin with this person and so on and so forth. And sometimes in this case, entanglements are included. And that's sad oh. and it's hurtful and I just want to point out, she loves that word entanglement. That shit was dead ass said in the Snoop Dogg episode before this shit even became a thing. I need to, I need to Google this word to see if <laughs> it's really that a word. fucking probably... word. Entanglement? Nah, entanglement is a word. It's a word. Like, why would entanglement be a word? <laughs> what the fuck, yo? It's like con- it's like conversate wasn't a word, but now it is. I just need to see this. But Nick, but entanglement? Oh shit! It, that, a complicated or- a word. A complicated a or compromising relationship or situation. Wow. That's not the fuck I thought it meant. I thought it just meant like if my fucking wires are all over the place. That's an entanglement of wires. Mm-mm, that really is the definition of the word. Okay. <laughs> Turning into TI and shit with the big no. words. Okay. I think, all right. I think I, I went to Merriam Webster. It just says. The action of entangling, the state of being entangled, something that entangles, confuses, or ensnares, the condition of being deeply involved. I'm actually surprised y'all think this is a debate. Like, entangles a word, entanglement is also a word. Like, I don't know why. I don't really thought it was a word. I just, word I just oh, didn't no, know. No, I just hold didn't. On. That I really personally is a didn't think. Of this. What? No, that, no, I'm not. All right. What me and Kasai are saying is yes, entanglement is a word in the sense of like things being tied up correct yes yes that i meant mm-hmm. but i am really looking at the dictionary and it really does relate to relationships also what i that was I what I, that that's what i'm trying to say i didn't think that she was using the word in the right context i thought she was just being funny in a way but it really is the definition that really is the word no 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 i thought i mean it's not that i thought she was being funny i thought she was just using it like in a in a poetic sense you know what i mean yeah no, I actually she's not. what you both are saying. She's yeah. using an actual dictionary <laughs> to describe the relationship that makes she it, had with the kid. That makes it funnier. That makes it even funnier. I didn't know that that could relate to... It doesn't say relationships, but it does say, you know, compromising situations. Bill Clinton had a had a uh, an entanglement in the White House, which it, which he lied about. <laughs> this this would That would be using the definition the correct way. Um, Wow. Jada Pinkett is 48 years old, so she went after somebody who's 20 years her junior. Why did I feel like she was older than that? I don't know. Um, she looked good for her fucking age, though. No, you seen her mom? Her mom looked good, too. Well, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, back on track, speaking of soulmates. <laughs> <laughs> do you, first, of all, first of all, before I even ask the follow-up question, do y'all even believe in soulmates? I feel like I do in a way. I do not. I don't think I do. I think you choose a person and you just, you know, you know what? I'm going to deal with this person's bullshit forever. 
That's very cynical of you. But let's continue. Right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think I'm a. I think I think you're the one. You clean up after yourself. I, I think I'll do what you're both. I think Tyler. I get. I think I get with somebody, and they're a fucking bitch till I turn it around. That's what, that's yeah. what he said. I, I, I could deal with this. Like God damn. Um, she farts in her sleep. I could deal with that. <laughs> yeah, they don't stink too bad. It's not too loud. Whatever. That, that's simple. That's simple to eventually deal with. Um. <laughs> I mean, okay, so even if you guys don't necessarily believe in soulmates, I mean, I believe in soulmates. I believe in that that there's three loves in your life. I believe in all that shit. Um, how do you think? How do you think one even identifies a soulmate? Oh, like, that's did, a good question. I mean, we know that that Will identified Jada when she put it on him. Um, because that, apparently that's all that's that's when you drop that magic fire on somebody with her i mean that's 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 pretty much it i don't think that's when that happened it's when they went out to go eat together i don't think they did anything that oh day. yeah, yeah he yeah, just went right, back right. home and he said you know what i gotta divorce my wife yo i need to know what kind of conversation niggas is having where they just drop everything for this one chick after one time that's what i'm like, saying I will literally suck the soul out of your dick, nigga, forever. I, I got to go home and divorce my wife. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I've heard that before, and that doesn't that doesn't turn me to this person. So it's like, what? I don't know what she is doing. What is she doing? You know is she a real life succubus? Is that what it is? So I was just about to say. You know what though? You look at her, and she kind of do look like a succubus. How do you know what a succubus like, looks like? She's a five foot tall woman. She five. Of course, she's a succubus. She evil. She's five foot. She's five feet tall. That explains a lot. She's a what tiny. What does that dude. have to do with anything? That it, explains it, a lot. It does. It does. It does. I tried to explain shit to y'all yesterday. I didn't want to hear nothing to me about about it height. It does so. explain. Like it does explain a lot. It's weird. It's hard to explain, but it explains a lot. Yeah, it does. Men, men, men who listen to this, men who listen to this will understand. Women don't understand because y'all only date niggas who are taller than you, so you don't you don't know like. <laughs> Have you dated a woman that was taller than you? Yes. And did you feel the same type of feelings towards her that you did with anybody that was shorter? Nigga, I will climb that motherfucking tree whenever. Like, obviously, it's very difficult for me to find somebody, a woman that's taller than me. Even though I did see one, I saw one one day and it was nuts. I was like afraid. That play for the WNBA. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> I was a f- and, and and she had she told to get on. back on defense. I have to get back on defense. Be <laughs> up, be up, nigga. <laughs> started I wrestling see, you and shit. I just see her. She bounces the ball to me like. <laughs> Nigga said open neck. <laughs> First to five, nigga. <laughs> nigga, said, nigga said play for your life. <laughs> play for your freedom. Yo. Niggas have a whole loving basketball episode. So just so uh, listeners are aware, tell them how tall you are. Like somewhere between six. I mean, I've been six two for a really long Not time. Somewhere the last before. Time Not somewhere before. somewhere For a really long bed. time. For a really long time, I've been six two. But to be honest with you, last time I went to the doctor, they tried to tell me I was six three, and it just didn't feel. It was weird. Did you still have your shoes on? No. Mm, okay. You can't have your shoes on. <laughs> um, Do you just feel some type of way about the number three? Like, <laughs> no, no. I mean, to be honest, she said I was like six two and like 
a half. Like seven, seven eighths, like seven eighths of the way there. She was like, you might as well say six three. And it's like, my nigga, you're a doctor. I'm six three or I'm not. Like <laughs> I don't I don't get to tell nobody I'm I might be six three. Like what the fuck? I don't deal with all these fractions in my life. Exactly. I get I got told I was five two and a half, but I just say I'm five two because <laughs> what the fuck is the half? That, well, that's, no, that's, that's actually wrong. You're supposed to round up. Nah, but, we Gucci. But the woman that I saw, she was taller than me without the heels she had on. She had heels on on top of that, and I, and she had like those big wooden clog heels, so you know support her whole body. So I'm telling this is at 14th Street, and I'm talking about she was enormous. But um, but yeah, that that so it's like I'm not gonna see a woman that's taller than me. But honest, but even then, I just felt the way. You know what I mean? I wasn't ready to play for my life as I thought I was. I don't I don't know how I feel about tall women in heels. Wow. I just don't feel like you should be adding any more height to yourself if you have heels, but to each their own. So I don't know. All right. Now, well, is the short woman is... hating on a tall woman? Is that, is that what that is? No, believe me. I'm fine with being short. I am so well, fine with that. You had asked us about tall women. I mean, how do you feel about short dudes? Ooh. I've dated short dudes before, but no, shorter, I... shorter than you. Not, not short. I was about to say that. You. Clarification. Shorter than me, I'm five two. So if I'm dating, a... I, I know I know how tall they'd have to be. <laughs> I'm just asking if, <laughs> if it's cool. <laughs> I mean, I just felt like I had to say that out loud because y'all y'all bugging right now. Five two, shorter than five two. I I don't know that that's a little bit too short for me. I just I just saw Tory Lanez uh uh like his yeah, rap, like short. not the rap sheet. He's this short thing, as hell. I think it's, I don't know if it's a five two or five three and hundred and twenty pounds. He's he's <laughs> illegalized. He's illegalized. Uh, no, that's midget. not a midget. That's not a midget yet. That's not a midget. Um, could you be in love with Tory Lanez? That's the question. Without the money, obviously. Nah, he's too short for me personally. All right, now I know that sounds crazy, but now you half ass believe in, in soulmates. Now, what if your soulmate was only five one? Then I guess I just ain't dating my soulmate then. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's gonna get into an entanglement. If I cannot wear my heels with a dude and me still be a little bit shorter than him, I don't think typical. I could do that. Typical. I'm just being honest. I've never even seen you wear heels, so how do I don't understand how women to say that. women women don't wear heels, but have this idea that I have to be able to wear my heels with him for him, and then that'll tell me if he's tall enough or not. Like, I wear heels, I just don't have them anymore because I gave all my heels up when I. So moved. how do you wear them? But stop you don't lying. have them. Stop, stop lying. You wear Jordans all the time. I don't. I don't actually even own a pair of Jordans. He's like the Jordan, the Jordan of heels. She got black Air Forces. Every I don't shit. even have black air forces. Air forces. What? Give me two purse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even own any of that stuff. To be honest with you, I got flats. Well, I got I mean, flats. I got I got moccasins. I have sandals, and I probably have like two pairs of sneakers. And you got the bare feet. You know, you rock the bare feet when you're in DR. Yeah, exactly. I, I, you know, I walk around barefoot and shit in the campo, because you know, gotta be like my people, barbarians. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, you're gonna say the s word. I'm not saying that. I'm not gonna get canceled by Dominicans on the podcast. And I gotta tell people, well, I have a Dominican on the podcast, so. <laughs> <laughs> 
that just shows how racist you are because I don't even know S word. What what the fuck is the S word? He's talking about spit. No, that's not what I was thinking of, actually. That's not. There's something more racist than spit? It's not even it's not even that it's racist. It's like, you know, when they try to call black people thugs. I don't know what the word that is. Word, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Savages. Savages. Oh, salvajes. Nah, because I think that could go for any anybody. I didn't say salvajes. I said savages. Nigga said quote me correctly five seconds ago. Well, anyway, my follow-up question was going to be, you know, can your idea of a soulmate be shaped by society? And clearly, uh, dude, I mean, from Cookie's opinion, it could be shaped by your heels alone. So, <laughs> um, that being said, if your idea of a soulmate is, if your idea of a soulmate is influenced by society, does that make it less genuine? That's the better question. No. And why not? That's the simple answer. Because we're all influenced by society. I feel like if you believe in soulmates, just like you believe in getting money, whatever the case may be, you speak it into existence. You're like, this is what I want. I want this woman or this guy, whatever the case may be, who's going to love me and hold me and blah, blah, blah. If I started to believe in soulmates, if I said, I believe my soulmate comes in, Two women, not just one. I'm speaking what I want into existence. You feel me? But, but we are all. No, no, go ahead. Now we're we're just we're influenced by what we see all around us. That's just general. It's human nature. All right. So that being the case, how do you know when you're in love with someone? Not that they're mm-hmm. your soulmate, but that you're in love with someone. They got to think now. Yeah, I got to think. Let's let Cookie go first because I got to think about this shit. I want to say that you know when you're in love with someone when you see their flaws for what they are and you still love them the same way that you did even before that. Did you read that like off a happy birthday card or something? I mean, (laughs) no, I'm really just saying that from the heart. You're so silly. (laughs) Oh, oh, I know what it is. I feel like I love a woman when I feel I can vent to her and she'll hear me. There's only yeah, been like two women. Yeah, I don't I don't vent to Cookie. She she don't care. She too much of a gangster. She tried to punch me in my face one time, but that's okay. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. <laughs> I feel like You got everybody thinking I'm mad abusive now. You are mad abusive. <laughs> wow. Your boo is dark skin. How did nigga get a blacker eye? <laughs> wow. You got a blacker eye walking around, nigga. We know it. It's okay. Wow. Okay. Let you tell it. Let you tell it. Okay. You tell I it. I only speak truth. It's an entanglement <laughs> of lies. <laughs> okay, but go how ahead. How do you feel? You in love. Oh, so? Nigga said, I hope you in love. Nigga said... <laughs> <laughs> like counting counting down for the end of for the end of my relationship like shit like this is what I, this is the theme i've heard all episode <laughs> um i don't know entanglements are popular right now i feel like you're it might see there's 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 different depths to my answer too but in general i feel like you're in love when you can be your genuine self around somebody 
not the self that you present, but the self that you are when you're home by yourself and you do weird shit. Because everybody does weird shit when they're home by themselves. When you can do those things with that person and you kind of like can combine that weird shit together, you're in love with this person. You know what I mean? That's a deeper connection than, than you'd have with anybody else. When you can convey to this person the weird thoughts you would normally keep to yourself and that can turn into a deep conversation with them, that's a different type of relationship that you have. You know what I mean? When um when you can when you see things that to somebody else would be would be kind of pointless. Um when other people would disregard it, but this person is the one that can point it out to you. You know what I mean? This is when this is when I know I'm in love with a person. When you can be raw with somebody in that sense. When you can be your real and true self. And a lot of people a lot of a lot of people who don't understand this don't even understand what it means to be their real and true self. They don't like their real and true self enough to be their real and true self as is, and much less be that with another person. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um because the people have, you know, people have a lot of pride. People have uh a lot of insecurities and ultimately they there's there's they feel like once they share that raw that raw self with another person that other person gets to gets to keep a piece of it you know what i mean so that's where pride comes in that it's like i can't give this to this person because if they walk away from me i'm going to be hurt so before i can be hurt i'm going to be defensive i'm going to um i'm going to keep some of myself at bay i'm going to hold back a little bit you know what i mean that's especially prevalent in our generation. I don't know. Well, I mean, I would say it comes from, you know, watch, watching a lot of broken up families and shit in our time. But those kids, well, I mean, our parents in our, in our, the parents in our generation had to watch the parents in the previous generation have, like, again, have three families and shit um, in which they grew pride and started raising us in, in, in single parent homes and which comes to us that we don't even want to give people that chance because we don't want to be betrayed in the same way. I feel you on that. I remember we were having that conversation at some point in time where we were talking about like, why is it that, why is it that relationships back then lasted longer? And one of the reasons why one of the one of the, our, our group members had said was because they didn't have anywhere else to go. You know, they didn't they they had to stick with that relationship regardless of where that went because that was all they knew. But it really makes you wonder, like, were they really soulmates? They probably weren't. They probably were just stuck in that situation and dealt with it. And that's what I'm saying too. Don't get me wrong. Like, just because two people are staying together doesn't necessarily mean they're soulmates. Doesn't mean they're meant to be together. Like every every uh grandma and grandpa didn't have to stick they stick stick it out through um infidelity and shit i'm saying some people knew that this is their person some people didn't and some people you know have to measure out am i better with this or am i better without this and it's a sad it's a sad um question to have to ask yourself and plenty and plenty women you know back in the day they couldn't work and to be on and to be on uh, a divorcee back in like, let's say like the 1950s, 1940s or whatever, you weren't even a woman anymore. You know what I mean? If you're divorced. So there's that pressure as well. 
You're right. Back then, being a divorced woman was like, something's wrong with you. There could never be anything wrong with the man. Something was wrong with you type of thing. Right. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. That's why it's it's kind of hard to say. I mean, ultimately, it just looks like our um our ideas of what it means to be in that long-term commitment are screwed up. And it's scary because to some degree uh in terms of the generation um in terms of the generation lines that i gave we don't really know what it looks like all the way you know what i mean it's um we're not we're not completely sure and that's why people are going to be a little bit reserved when approaching um when approaching relationships do you think you would be able to forgive somebody if they cheated on you like do you think that you would be able to continue in your relationship if somebody did that See, that's two different questions because you could continue and not forgive them. You could continue and not forgive them, and you can also forgive them and not want to be with them anymore. So I think that's two different things. Um, In terms of my person being my person, to some degree, and people say it's, it's stupid. I mean, to some degree, it's also like, what else am I going to do if I know this is my person? You know what I mean? It might not be the right situation immediately, but this being my person could be ideal to my future, could be ideal to my children. And sometimes you got to think past yourself. You know what I mean? That and, and I know in today's day and age, that sounds nuts. But if you take a moment to think past yourself, I think you will re- you'll be, you would reach different conclusions versus thinking just about the now. Because if some people didn't think like that back in the day, a lot of us wouldn't be here to begin with. A lot of people wouldn't have the idea of love between their grandparents if if that idea didn't exist. You know what I'm saying? To be honest with you, growing up, I never even met my grandfathers. So I don't know what that looks like, to be honest with you. Um my mom, one time I actually had sat down and spoke with my mom to try to find out more information about my grandmother because she passed away when I was younger. She passed away when I was like eight years old. And up until that time, I only knew her as being my grandmother. I didn't know anything about a grandfather. I never met any any man figure in that in that aspect other than my father, you know? So... I sat down and I spoke with my mom about it and she had actually told me that her mom and her dad had actually split up in the sense that she had moved to New York and she started to create a life out here. And when she moved out here, she was working hard to try to get the kids to come essentially. Um, but my, my mother was raised by her father for the majority of, of her life, you know, up until she reached the age of, I think it was like 17 And the reason why that happened was because my grandmother waited until it was already about that time where they, they, like she couldn't sponsor the kids anymore. So that was when she went ahead and she sponsored the kids to be able to come to the U S but she had actually gotten remarried at some point. She had my aunts with this other man and even he, I never met, I never met him either. I don't know whatever happened to him. They probably split up. I, I don't really know the, the you know the whole details on that, but it came to be that I never had that that solid grandparents figure at all, 
And it's my, my grandmother left her first husband, probably left her second husband too. And then when it comes to my dad's side of the family also didn't meet my grandfather, because from what I heard, he had passed away a while, you know, before I was even born. So I never even met him. But from what I understand, he had kids outside of the marriage because my father actually brought one of his sisters over that was his sister from, I guess, um, another relationship that his father had with a woman that was like 20, 30 years his senior. So I never really had that, that like solid figure, you know, but I understand what you're saying. I mean, that's, um, there's, there's a lot of different levels to that, but I mean, being that there was so much, you know, movement back and forth, um, I don't know. I mean, to some degree, I imagine in your head, you might feel like you, you might've been better off, you know, not having to be so exposed to that, all that splitting and, and so on and so forth, because imagine what you'd feel knowing that your grandpa split off and, and uh, went with another woman and so on and so forth and how your grandma would feel and so on and so forth. Like that, all that, all that could really hurt, you know? Yeah. All of that could really, could really mess up the patriarchy of the family, everything, all of that. Yeah. Just over, I mean, well, I mean, in context, mess up your idea of how relationships, how, how relationships are supposed to be long-term. Yeah. Um, I mean, ultimately, Ultimately, for anybody, I think like again, people looking at this and saying like this is marriage, and I don't want I don't want any parts. Again, I stick by your person being your person, and how you know that is not in terms of social media. It's not in terms of uh, even what you think. You have to. I mean, I look at behaviors. I've said that a lot on this podcast. I look at the behaviors of things, and you got to really pay attention to yourself and who you are with this person, and being happy with the person you are with this person, and being happy with them who they are. You know what I'm saying? And um, I think that that helps in terms of deciding if you're going to be in something long term. Otherwise, don't waste your fucking time. Like if you just if you are having trouble integrating with that person understanding that person becoming one as you're supposed to then it's a stepping stone and there's nothing wrong with that either some relationships are just stepping stones to get to the better person but you can't let um someone you're trying to force not even force but in the sense of what kasai is saying trying to make best with doesn't work that's not ideal though you know what i mean i consider every past relationship i had to be a stepping stone to the one that I'm in now. And every and every relationship that I've been in, it's not that I thought it was the last one, but to some degree, you always think that it could be forever. You know what I mean? And the truth is it's not. And there's no right age, there's no right time, none of that. It just it appears to you or it doesn't. But I think for for most people that that person um might be in their lives already. Some people they think that it's in their lives and it's not. That's a big fact. That's deep. <laughs> That's deep. Yeah, I mean, it really comes down to um, just being real with yourself. But uh, I mean, that's 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 my final thought on um, on this. What about y'all? Cook. I'm still trying to just grasp in a lot of what was said because a lot of it, I feel like I can self reflect on. You know, not saying that like a lot of things like 
aren't working, at least in my sense. But, you know, it just really makes you wonder, like, is this is this or any relationship really your final relationship being that, you know, they could or could not be your soulmate? Could you really be yourself with this person? You know, like the way, you know, Dev was saying, it really just makes me wonder, like, are a lot of the relationships out there really the final relationship that they're going to be in? Is that going to be what they're going to be? Is that who they're going to be with, with for the rest of their life type of a thing? Yeah, it just get, Can you accept it? And yeah. You, can, can you or can you not? Yeah. You have a doubt a bit about accepting it? At minimum, one should good experiment. I mean, one should experiment with other things and just see what else is out there. Just put a, Just throw a bird out there and see what comes back. And if the grass isn't greener, the grass isn't greener. But I mean, what do you, what do you, what are your, your final thought, uh, Kasaya? Oh, okay, full name, but um, oh, Mike, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are your final thoughts, government? Essentially, uh, it's a complicated because, unlike you, I don't believe in that faded person. I f- feel like at one one day, eventually. I'll find that person whose bullshit compliments my bullshit. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, stand each other. That's what I said. You exactly. stand each other. I said, <laughs> I, but I, but I like my way of phrasing it better. Because of <laughs> it. Um, and okay. At one point, you're just gonna look at the other person and be like, after an argument, I'm gonna look at you and be like, you know what? It wasn't that bad. I could deal with this. And I feel like that is when you know. It might change. Um, Sometimes you do need outside sources to help you work through the problems, whatever the case may be. But I feel like in order to get what you want, what you desire, you do have to be open to, even if you're in a terrible relationship now or whatever the case may be, you have to be willing to do drastic changes, whatever the case may be, to find what you're looking for. So sort of like you said, to find that greener grass, you got to, you know, experiment a little bit, explore a little bit. And I do feel like everybody's entitled to find that happiness, whatever the case may be. I hope August doesn't take this entanglement (laughs) as the last entanglement of his life, whatever the case is. And I just hope, you know. I'm I'm pretty sure he'll find somebody that, that thinks that they can fix him. Somebody you know? around his age. Yeah. Somebody hopefully around his age, not a mother figure. That you nah, know, I mean, thinking about that too, he probably has mommy issues. Listen, we all need a MILF in our lives, all right? At least I don't one hear the shit from y'all. Well, like, okay, okay. <laughs> we all need a sugar mom one day. But um but yeah, I you mean never had a DILF? To to piggyback okay. on the <laughs> I was just shut up. Shut up. Shut up. It's not even just about want, want or deserve. I mean, sorry, it's not about people focus on too much on what they want and what they deserve. There are wants, but your wants and what you deserve and what you desire have to turn into what you can accept. And that doesn't that's not something that makes you less. That's not something that takes away from your decisions. It's ultimately you deciding to be you and you deciding to let them be them. Because nobody is perfect. Right. Yeah. So with that said, um, thank you for joining us again. Um, see y'all next week.
see y'all next week. Bye. <laughs> don't get crazy, Cookie. We don't know. What do you mean? We got this uh-huh. to work. We got this. You know, every oh, week. Know. Every fucking week. Yes, every week. We got this. Word? Okay. Gang, gang. <laughs> Let oh, me stop. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My laptop locked. All right.